Welcome to the Wear, Wag, Repeat podcast. I'm Tori Mystic, here with my dogs, Lucy and Bert. Together, we're interviewing cool, creative women entrepreneurs in the pet industry. Do you dream of working alongside your dog? Then sit, stay, and listen to the latest episode to find the inspiration and resources that will help you grow your own dog-inspired business. Today, I'm kicking off Pet Dental Health Awareness Month by talking with Gail Beregovich and her son, Andres, of Jax and Callie. After launching their brand with a paw wipe, they created a pet dental wipe that makes cleaning your pup's chompers easier than ever. It's estimated that just 2% of pet owners brush their pet's teeth, despite how important it is for their health. According to studies, approximately 85% of pets have periodontal disease by the time they're just three years old. That can lead to more complex medical issues, expensive vet bills, and just put your dog in a lot of pain. In this interview, Gail and Andres talk about how Gail came up with the idea for this new brand and its products, lessons they learned trying to sell their product door-to-door at pet shops around the country, and the importance of listening to feedback from industry pros. Gail Beregovich began her career as a high school accounting and business economics teacher. Some years later, she entered the hotel and resort hospitality field, where she worked for 25 plus years. Thinking she would retire, Gail changed directions and became an unexpected entrepreneur along with her son, Andres. Their brand, Jax and Callie, is a female-owned, family-run business dedicated to the well-being of our BFFs. That's our dogs, of course. Frustrated with grooming wipes for her two dogs, Gail set out to create a better product. Jackson Cali wipes are all natural, pH balanced, large enough to clean two sets of paws, durable, contain no harsh chemicals, and they're PETA approved and vegan. Plus, they just clean really well. In addition to grooming wipes, Jax and Cali also recently introduced dental wipes, which we're going to be talking about today since February is Pet Dental Health Awareness Month. Hi, Gail and Andres. Hello. Hi. Thank you for being on the show today. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, before we hit record, I pointed out that Andres, you are the very first man to ever be on the Wearwagger Pete podcast. So, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. My pleasure. Yeah, I think that uh, you're a wonderful person to kind of kick it off. We'll see where it goes from here. So tell us a little bit, how long have you uh, been working on Jackson Callie? It's uh, approximately three, four years um, that uh, the concept started and uh, and the need was uh, there because of uh, Jackson Callie. Right. So Jax and Callie are your two dogs, of course. And how did they yes. come into your life? Yes. Um, we, I, I, we have always had dogs in our family. And um, I, I guess it was about eight or nine, eight years ago, um, our dachshund had passed away. And Andres uh, said to me, Mom, you should get another dog. And I said, no, not yet. Uh, I, um, I'm still mourning the loss of toffee, and I really don't want to do this yet. And about a few weeks later, um, Andres came with a beautiful little puppy. 
uh, Jax. And um, he left Jax with me very shortly. And I called him back and I said, I can't do this right now. Please take Jax back. So Andres took Jax back and, um, and Andres was going to law school at that time and he took him to class with him for two weeks and then he said he can't do this anymore. Long story short, Andres went back to the breeder and he called me. He said, Mom, his sister is there and she looks just like Jax. I said, bring them both to me. And then Andres <laughs> drove to me and brought me both puppies and their litter mates, their brother and sister. And uh, that's the story from there. And they've been with us now for eight years. They're eight years old. Well, I like how you went from not wanting a dog at all to then ending up with two. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> My dad said, did you really have to get two? <laughs> Well, I believe that it's better to have two. I've always, almost always had two dogs. It's just, it's nice to have them yes. running around the house together. Yes, yes. Before that, with Toffee, our dachshund, we had a German short hair pointer, which two different breeds can... Totally different. Uh, so, but this sounded so good to have two that looked the same. I just couldn't resist. So you've had them for about eight years and, you know, they were just your wonderful pets for many yes. years and then they became your business inspiration. So yes. how did they inspire you to become an entrepreneur? Because you had not been an inventor or anything like that beforehand. Well, my mother, even though she was in finance for many years, she has an extremely creative side. And I would tell her all the time, mom, you should start a business because you have, you have, you have, you know, the finance behind it and you have the smarts for it. Um, and of course, everything that my mom does is, is with quality and integrity. And so she would literally, because my parents are, are, are very obsessed with cleanliness as a lot of people are. They don't, you know, want germs and bacteria and stuff like that. And Jackson Cali live in Miami. They're low to the ground. And so, you know, it's hot, there's dirt on the ground. And every time they come in from a walk, my mom would take Jackson Callie and put them in the slop sink and wash their feet. Well, imagine all the laundry that is created from that routine three times a day. And so I said, mom, you know, I, I've seen on the market, there are these wipes out there. Why don't you try a paw wipe and see if you, you know, it'll help you um, become more efficient in that manner. And she tried the wipes. She tried every, pretty much every single wipe on the market. Yes. None of them suited her. Okay. Because she found as, as a person that reads ingredients and is conscientious that a lot of the ingredients in the wipes are, um, they're, they're, they're ingredients that you wouldn't put on your own body let alone your fur friends who sleep with you and kiss you. And um, some wipes were too thin, others were too dry, some had too much fragrance. And so we really, with that, uh, they say necessity is the mother of invention. And we, they didn't clean either. They didn't clean, <laughs> uh, ultimately. And so we came up with a what we call a superior wipe, which was an 8 by 10 large, durable, textured wipe that's all natural. We were we went through the rigorous uh, testing for PETA standards, and we're we're certified through PETA, and also we're cruelty free and vegan. 
And the greatest thing about these wipes is, is their durability because you can literally, you can pull them and stretch them. And, and we say four paws, one wipe. And we actually have intellectual property on that statement because we believe, you know, yes. so highly in uh, that, that these wipes, one will clean all your dogs, four paws, and sometimes even eight, you know, if they're small. And, um, and of course, natural. That's, yes. that's, that's who we are as a company. Um, we don't want any synthetic ingredients in our, in our products. And, you know, even though there's, like Andre said, there's so many on the market, um, you know, the thought would be, why would you want to do such a thing like that when there's so many? Um, the thing is, is that in, to, for people to just spend their money on something that really doesn't work or just you think it works, to me, is not acceptable. And if it really didn't work, I wouldn't have done it. Um, I would have just gone back to the slop sink and that would have been it. But these are so thick and durable and textured that you can get underneath the nails of your pet and really clean them and get the dirt off. So and until you experience them, you just think they're just the same. They're another wipe, but they really aren't. Well, you guys so generously sent me some samples of um, the like the body wipe, I think is what you call it. And that's like the big the big one that you're just describing. And um, you know, you have two smaller dogs. I have two very large dogs. <laughs> and it was really great to use it because like you said, it is textured. It's really different than any other wipe I've used. Um, and that texture was great because my dogs get really muddy and really dirty and we go for lots of walks. And like you said, you know, I like to kind of clean in underneath of their nails and the texture really helps you do that. And having such a nice big size, when I pull out a wipe, I like to also, you know, wipe their eye gunkies and sometimes wipe yes. inside their ear and just kind of do like the whole thing. And with that nice big size, you can kind of use every corner of it. Um, yes. And it's really wonderful. Yes. And also it, because it's uh, natural and it doesn't have any harmful ingredients, you can use it on the face, like you said, the ears. And uh, and then any place on the body, and then you can also get the butt if you need that as well. That's very <laughs> and, important. And I'm going to give your your listeners uh, a little secret about the wipes. Um, they are so gentle um, yes. for the face because they originally were made for firefighters that come out of the blaze to take the soot off their face. And we have customers who literally buy the product. Uh, because they, they take their makeup off with it or they say that their daughters are dancers and they have, you know, tons of makeup on and, and they love how yes. easy it is to take the makeup off and how simple and natural it is. So it's, it's human grade, you know? Yes. I mean, you can, you can use them on yourself too. Well, and I think there's just so many points, you know, I think in the pet industry right now, um, smaller brands like yours are the ones who are innovating and are giving people what they want, which is, um, you know, cruelty-free, vegan, um, chemical, paraben-free, sulfate-free, all that kind of stuff that we want for ourselves. And, you know, a lot of times those big brands are just kind of dated and yes. they they can't innovate as much as young startups like you guys. So I yes. think that's really on trend. Yes, yes. 
So since it is February, we want to talk about Pet Dental Health Awareness Month and your um, pet dental wipe. So, you know, I know, especially as a dog blogger, how important it is to clean your dog's teeth. And every year, a couple times a year, I read an article and I'm like, oh, I really got to up my game on this and I'll go order a new toothbrush and toothpaste. And it lasts like one time my dog Bert chews the head off the toothbrush in the like the first time we use it. My dog Lucy hates the toothbrush in her mouth. She just does everything to push it out with her tongue. And it, like they don't like it. I'm torturing them by doing it. So, um, you know, I was able to test out your wipes. And I have to say, even Lucy put up with it. She didn't try to push my hand out because they're used to your fingers being around their face. Yes. Um, so, so tell us a little bit about um, the dental wipes and kind of how that evolved after creating your grooming wipe. Yes. Uh, well, what happened was is that uh, both Jack and Callie developed uh, periodontal disease. Why? The same thing that you said. They didn't like it. Um, they both would run away, hide under the chair. I'd, you know, take them out. I'd start with that toothpaste. I'd put the brush to the mouth and try to go in the mouth. And then the paste would end up on, on their nose. It ends up all over the place. And then they lick that. And then as I would go in, because they're closing and clenching their teeth, I would then hit the gums and I make them bleed and then I'm upset and I'm apologizing and and it, it was it was like that and I didn't want to hurt them. It's very traumatizing for everyone. Yes. Yes. And and yet I didn't want to not do anything, but I didn't know what to do. And I bought the the finger brush that you put the paste on and I did try whatever wipe was out there. Um, but I didn't see any real ingredients that really were, I know that chamomile or whatever, some of these things, yes, it can help, but really inhibit and fight bacteria. I, I, myself am not a big fan of that to know that. So your wipes have enzymes kind of built into them. Yes. And so what happened was, is that, uh, Jack developed a liver problem from his teeth and Callie had to have eight teeth extracted. Oh my gosh. I said, you know, I have to find something. I need to do something. And like I said, those other wipes are just a round cloth and, and you have to wrap it around your finger and that fell off in their mouth. And then I was afraid they're going to swallow it. And then they spit it out and I don't know, it just didn't work for me. So I said, how good would it be if because like you said, they're not afraid of my hand. And if I had something that could hold this and I really had an ingredients that would work. So this is how I started to research the market to see if there was something of a finger wipe. And there aren't any. And uh, the next uh, step happened. Well, and I would imagine that um, dental wipes and just body wipes in general, I mean, there's no FDA regulation. So people exactly. don't have to list the ingredients, but you guys have kind of gone to the extra step to tell people exactly what is in them. Yes. And so we use a, a specific ingredient, which is called Bactase Oral. And it is made, manufactured by Specialty Enzymes and Probiotics in Chino, California. And 
it is, it is, it is all natural enzymes. Okay. Um, that are, they're a proprietary blend of enzymes that are specifically designed to inhibit bacteria growth. Um, and also, you know, make teeth whiter and brighter. And so, um, that is the active ingredient in this product. It is a fabulous ingredient. Yes. Um, we've seen case studies and tests, um, on its efficacy and, um, we're really impressed with it. So I want to ask you from like a, a business startup perspective, because so many of the people listening to this show, you know, have a dream of a pet related business they want to start up. And you've done an amazing job of, you know, connecting with experts and, you know, cutting edge technology. And, you know, how do you have any advice? How did you kind of like figure it out? Who to even call to get this stuff developed? We had no idea. Right. No, really, that, that, that in itself should be great encouragement. <laughs> we had no idea what we were doing. I mean, we didn't know, first of all, how to even sell our products we would travel door to door to different cities in the United States of America and take our samples with us. Big bags. Big bags. And we would go to every single pet boutique or natural holistic pet store in that city. Andres and I would walk from store or we'd take Uber, Uber. and we would Uber to every store and we would do that for like two two full days. Two full days in, in each city and we would either, we would meet the managers or the owners and develop a relationship or not and then have to go back the next day or never right. get in touch with anybody. And so finally we realized that there was something called a trade show right. where you basically, you know, have a booth, it's like your office and people come from all over the country. And they come to you. Yes. <laughs> yes. So that was a huge eye-opener. And then of course, when you're at the trade show, how do you sell? You know, because when we, the first thing we had was the wipes. And so I used to just hand out wipes and I wasn't getting any sales. And, and as much as we want to provide a quality product, we also need revenue in order to continue to operate our business. So we were giving um, everything away, everything away try for free, it, try yeah, try it. It. you know, <laughs> hoping that they would come back and buy it. And, you know, it just didn't happen. And so you have to develop a a pitch and you have to, you know, of course with sincerity, but you have to find, figure out a way to actually ask for the sale, you know, to ask someone to buy your product. And once I think you get that down, um, you know, you're, you're much more comfortable with, with making the sale because it's not something asking for money was not something that I was, yeah. we were comfortable with, you know, saying, okay, well, here's the, the price. But of course, you know, that's the reason why you're there. Um, and so sales was a taught experience yes. and uh, we met people at the trade shows that would tell us, Hey, you, you know, you, you, what are you doing? Or, you know, you need to improve in this way or that way. And so you take constructive criticism and advice and you listen to as many people as you possibly can. And, um, and then the other thing is, um, there's, there's lots of, uh, there's lots of challenges. Yes. Um, you know, it, it, it's, it's something that you, um, it takes time. Oh, it and really does. Real quick, I mean, there's a huge difference between costs, your landed costs, retailer pricing, distributor pricing. Um, you know, and then you have international distribution, and, and they want exclusivity, and all these themes um, 
there's not a book out there that says, hey, right. you need this margin, that margin right. in this case. But when you speak to people who have been doing it, I think it's it's sort of learned. Um, and we would love to pass that information and knowledge on to anybody else also because it's, that was a real learning experience. Real learning Even case. though I w- I'm in finance for so many years, not in that section and how to with distributors and with retail costs, do all these things. That was a learning experience. <laughs> and then, of course, we had production delays. I mean, anything that you could imagine yes. in launching a product. My mother has almost dropped into a deep depression, and we've <laughs> luckily you have your dogs by your side. <laughs> yes. to help you. And then we look at Jackson Cowley. Right, so. right. Yes, <laughs> yes well, it, it's almost like uh, I'm doing a renovation at my house right now, and I thought it would take like a month or so, and we're like three months in, and it's not close to being done. <laughs> exactly. So it's a lot like that, you know, yes. and it's always yes. more expensive than you think it's going to be. Yes. And, uh, but you know, I would like, it all works out in the end. Yeah. And I would like to give, um, just some advice, right? Sure. So, um, there is a lot of competition in the market, but there's not a lot of competition if your product is unique and g- good quality and it's an excellent product because a lot of the products that are out on the market right now, especially, um, a lot of bigger brands, um, they, their products are not as unique. And so I think that if you niche out, you find that there's some, um, there's, there's something that you can develop that will help or make something more convenient to a pet owner who's normally got a very hectic life and schedule, then I think that you'll see rewards and you have to be patient. You know, you can't expect that tomorrow, you know, you're going to sell a thousand units on Amazon in one day. Um, you have to really Put your time in. You have to meet people. You have to get on podcasts like this. And again, we're so thankful for your time. Yes. Um, but you you have to, you really have to get out there. You're not an island. And, and it's not easy to get distributors either because you're new and no one really knows you and they don't want to take you and they only have one product and they want a whole line. And so that whole wheel is like, are we going to get there? We're we going to get there. What are we going to do? And it's it, it, it's um it's a challenge. It is. But the the main focus is that there's health in our pets, and if it like I always say to Andres, if I can't really make something that's going to work, I don't want to put anything on the market. I don't want to spend money on nothing, and I don't think anyone else should either. Well, and I think that, um, you know, if you have a product that is actually making someone's life better or solving a problem, it's so much easier to convince yourself to sell it to people. You know, like you were saying, it's it's the sales part is kind of hard and, and, and closing the deals can be kind of hard. But if your product is actually making people's lives better, uh, I think it can that can drive you and give you the purpose to, you know, make it all happen. Yes. Very true. So um, before we before we wrap things up, um, I always like to ask people 
some of their favorite things to do with their dogs um, or, you know, any personality traits that you have in common. Because I think as entrepreneurs, we spend a lot of time with our dogs. So sometimes we, we meld into the same personality. Um, I know that mine my dogs inspire me every day to, um, to live in the moment. And I try to bring that to my business as much as I can. So I was wondering if there was anything about Jackson Callie that sort of sticks out to you. Um, well, one of, well, there's many, um, one of them is the unconditional love that they have for each other. Um, they, they follow each other. They sleep with each other. They sleep on each other. Um, and Callie is a little bit smaller and she was the last one, uh, that was delivered. That's what I was told, but Jack will eat first. And no matter how hungry she is, she will not get up until he finishes and then she goes to her dish. <laughs> it's amazing. You have no idea. That is so cute. Yes. And he's, um, he's a little bit dominant. Um, but, uh, as a good female, I have to say, um, when he gets overly rambunctious, she acts back. But mm -hmm. she's the first one usually to do anything. But when he gets, like I said, out of hand, she's right there. So I commend her very strongly for all that, all that little lady, lady work that she does. Yeah. But, she's got a lot of moxie. It sounds like. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and they both speak to us with their eyes and, um, you know, it's, just, it, it, they, they talk and, and I listen and, uh, I think that's the most important thing to do. That's right. And, and you know what, it's funny that you say that because as I was listening to uh, to you both talking about your experience growing the business, a lot of it was listening to advice from people and listening to yes. what people told you along the way. So um, I think that is really true. Yes, yes, there's no need to recreate the wheel. I mean, you you their business is business, and there are proven strategies. And I think the most important thing is speaking to people and 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 getting their take on it. People who have done it, come before you, and succeeded. You know. Yes, to be open, open-minded, and uh, and listen. Yes, not always talk, but listen as well. Yes. Well, on, on that note, thank you everyone for listening <laughs> to this episode. <laughs> um, if you could tell us where we can find out more information about your brand, either online or on social media. Sure. So Jackson Callie have um, an amazing Instagram account and also Facebook. Um, they're also Twitter as well, but we do mostly everything through Instagram and um, jacksoncalley.com. That is, there's a lot of information about our products. Um, there is also the opportunity to purchase the products on there and we sell on Amazon. So, you know, our products will be to your doorstep within days. And in various uh, pet stores and holistic and on our website, there's a map and you can put your zip code in see which ones hopefully are in your area if that's the route you like to go also. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, thank you both so much for being on the show. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Wear Wag Repeat podcast. You can fetch show notes at wearwagrepeat.com. 
If you like what you hear, please hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And until next time, we'll see you around the dog park.